This week on The Reverse Stick. The Queen is dead. Long live the King. It's an epoch-changing moment, folks. Probably won't even realise for another 200 years. But The Reverse Stick's here! We won't, we, we won't be here in 200 years. 200, no. 200 days, maybe, of uh, a we challenge. We might be pushing it. But they'll be remembering. It'll be known as the second age of Elizabeth. Oh. Because we've got the Elizabethan. Uh, yeah, and they'll yeah, be they're they're in, a, a monumental. Mate, it is. Pe- it's huge. Pe- look, look at the changes in hockey alone under her reign. She was there at... Wembley, I think, yeah, you know, with the 70,000 crowd of Eng- England women's game really? on the grass there. Yeah, I think okay. so, yeah. Well, someone will confirm that for us, I'm Pro- sure. Probably a patron of patron of the Eng- English Women's Hockey Association, EWHA, back mm. in the day, I think. Well, now we have a queen in waiting God, that has had well, a no, hockey no, 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 I would just say... Think about that, because we've got the new king, the next monarch, uh-huh. his wife. Yeah. Wow, there's a lot of positives there, you see. <laughs> well, you've got to try and take some. Not only. I, 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 I wasn't big on talking about my soccer allegiances, and you keep bringing it up and have done it from time to time. But the beautiful Real thing life. there is, of course, Prince William, a Villa fan. There you go. Kate Middleton, Kate... Hockey. Kate William. Kate, You've got all Kate, sides covered. Princess Kate. Um, hockey. There you go. Match made in heaven. Absolutely. How are you, mate? I'm good. What's this? Our hockey podcast. It's the reverse stick, the global hockey podcast. Your episode name is? To Matt Allen. I'm Your John, name, George John, John Lee. Lee. Episode yeah. 256. It's a yes. pleasure to be with you here once again. Our timings are a little bit all over the place at the moment, so there's random drop times. For the shows, we're Keep recording. you on your toes. This is a Friday. Yeah. Yep. Evening. Still this just. is a Friday evening. Not, not so, for much longer, but. Just on the crest of the weekend, and hopefully when this lands, if John puts it out fairly swiftly, <laughs> um, you'll be on your way to a game on a Saturday a or waking up to a game. Or... victory last weekend for the mighty Fremantle Football Club, the Dockers. Oh, seriously. I got carried away. Not... I got, I did get carried away with the game. I know. Yeah, he said, yeah. I'm going to post this now. And then I messaged, I messaged John, still not up. Still, John, hi, John. Still, and he could have been fresh. Wasn't quite so fresh. Uh, 40 points down, Matt. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Good, good, good. good See, stuff. I didn't have my own finals to worry about. If I had been playing finals, would have been no problem. No. But I wasn't. I had to, because I can't look at my own grade or anything. A final, proper grand finals here this weekend, though. Yeah. For the the non Premier grade stuff yeah, throughout the competition and across a lot of the region, a lot of Australia has uh, got their finals this weekend. Uh, so good luck if you're. It's not this weekend, there. the weekend after, or the weekend after. In, in no, this no, it'll be done. All be all be all be done. Non Premier stuff will be done by, by the end of the month. It'll all be done. All right. It's not well, if you're still involved in finals, send an email to matt at the reverse net or john at the reverse net and uh, let us know how you're travelling. Maybe you've got a grand final coming up. Maybe you're you're victorious and you just want to show off. News and results.
Beautiful. Uh, what have we got as far as New Zealand results go? Uh, previous. Well, we have the, uh, the African, Central South African qualifiers. Qualifiers happening in Harare and Zimbabwe. Um, for the, uh, senior women's outdoor, Zimbabwe finished on top with Namibia and Malawi rounding it. What does that mean for Zimbabwe? Well, they qualify for the, for the um, AAG 2023. And, may, and maybe also Namibia too. Could be the top two. Yeah. So Malawi would be unfortunate to miss out. There you go. Mind you, they did get fairly flogged by the other two teams. It must be said. We won't go into that. Um, for the men, it's uh, Zimbabwe, Zambia and Malawi. So Zambia finishing, um, Zimbabwe finishing on top there. So they'll go through at least, won't they? Yeah. Insightful stuff again, isn't it? <laughs> We've got plenty of blue dots. There's lots of blue dots in these games, just quietly. Two goals scored. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, what else has been going? We've got the Euro Championship qualifiers. Do you know anything about any of the Euro Championship qualifiers? Nah, nothing about them at all. I watched a bit of the, uh, oh, you hoof, did hoof, some hoof, better hoof. work from the European hockey communications what? team, Matt. Wow. We can, well, we can, well, we can announce that now because Stephen Finlayder mentioned in last week's show. What a segue. Anyway, he's, he's going to work for the, uh, Euro Hockey Federation and, uh, concentrate his hockey efforts purely on that for now. Um, we, he did send me a, um, a picture of, as I said, you know, you in, in the office over there or working from home and there'll be a fair bit of working from home in his little, uh, Enclave? Yeah, I think he's called it an enclave. We did get a photo, didn't we? We have a photo. We won't be posting that because it's no, obviously no. it's private. private yeah. I did notice there was... Conversation the, isn't about that photo. I did is. notice the most prominent scarf. There was a few club scarves that were, were hanging over. Not a Villa one. No, a Railway Union one. Oh. I mean, I thought he was all three Rot Rovers. I don't know. Yeah, 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 Railway Union. It was pretty... Maybe Are Rob, you talking split? Maybe neighbor, his neighbour, Rob... Just snuck it in, uh, snuck it in there for the photo shoot, whatever. A, lo- a lot of uh, event lanyards, and I think I might have spotted a little blue hockey dice. Maybe I had to really sort of zoom, zoom in on it. Is that a reflection of percentage of interest, like this little tiny blue dot in the corner, well, and then, then all this other stuff? You, you might be right. Um, yeah, so Fendo's work, yeah working for Euro Hockey. Oh, good. Hence the step. Is that news? Well, step up, Findo, and give us the news. No, just joking. Yeah, all of that stuff was happening. Uh, plenty of stuff has happened, Matt. What What's going on at the moment? Happened, yeah. In progress, we have... Oh, no, they've happened. Um, South, South Africa. No, Central keep South keep South scrolling Africa. down. Look at the dates, John. You're looking at previous on the tab. Uh, so go to no, impro- no. Go to in progress. Impro- uh, nothing. nothing. No. Yeah, yeah. So upcoming. Upcoming. Yeah. Oh. So we've got the... You. Which is actually already started because it says... Oh, no, 3rd of October. We're only in September, aren't we? You're getting yeah, f- yeah. way too far ahead of yourself. So we've got the... Lots um, of club stuff happening, John. The 12th European... Americanos Ascension. Belgium. Germany. Yeah. 
Netherlands. All got underway last weekend. Oh, club hockey. Club hockey is back in the... I, I watched a fair few games. I'm not going to tell you how. It was by my... No, your auntie in Singapore. Oh, that's she's one, good, that, That's one for... Long, she, I mean, fair play. She's going all right, isn't she, after all these years? Yeah, she's, she should be... Yeah, kick it on for a few more, hopefully. Good. Keep going. What's the results then? You were watching no, that. No, no, yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> um, I saw Pinnacle beat Chaveda 4-1. That was the game that I... Brilliant. Yeah. Well, that's good. Bit of jet lag from the flight, actually. Obviously, you can't view that. Well, via three Singapore, weeks afterwards, it's no surprise you'd still be jet lagged. <laughs> Look, there's not much. It's a little bit of a quiet time, isn't it? Because we're building up to a few things, well, aren't we? No, because we've had a chock full week of FIH announcements and posts, and suddenly they've sprung no, into that, into action. Oh, well, that's that's got nothing to do with results. So we need to do this again. News, like news, news. Anyway, so FIH. Announcement news. Let's uh, go for the player nomination. Well, let's first. no. Let's let's go for the. What's this deal about the Olympic session? The current one being delayed because of um, irregularities from the Indian Olympic Association. What? What? And what? 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 what, what the what? next session is due to be held in India, but it's potentially being delayed because of uh, the shenanigans at go, the Indian Olympic Association. What, what are you talking about? I haven't. I don't know anything. But that's exactly what I just said. Yeah, but what? The ellip- the next, what are they, it's a session, isn't it? The ellip- are you making this up? Or no, I'm not, it's, it's fair income, it's fair income. Is there a source? Yeah. Or? It was um, an internet page. No, it was David Barberney on Twitter. Um, but it was a link to something. <laughs> God. So I just wrote it down when we, you know, what we're going to talk about on the show tonight. I thought I'll just oh, drop I'll that down that there because okay. it's something I remembered in my head. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I know. That, that's research. What about the player things? Just because I didn't write it down doesn't mean I didn't research it. The player things. Let's do that. The player things. The nominations for the players of the year and all that stuff. Oh, no, no, well, okay. Let's leave with that Hockey Stars Award you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, that's the one. Haven't you annual the player over that? things? Yeah, <laughs> you know, the stuff where you get. Well, John. Well, you don't even go to a good ceremony. The twenty twenty one. The twenty twenty one. It did happen. It didn't happen once. Yeah, Maybe twice. Once. Um, voting is opened now. Of course, there was great controversy last time around with these awards because of the weighting of the fan vote and how it influenced the overall results. Um, there's been some modifications in the weighting. It's, it's quite lengthy, actually, but look, we, um, <laughs> we'll go through it. Go on. Um, so we've got the shortlist for the FIH Hockey Stars Awards. This is coming from the FIH website. Players, coaches, media and fans being able to register their votes for the nominees in the women's and men's categories for the best player, goalkeeper, rising star and coach of the year. Uh, additionally, awards for the best umpire of the year in men's and women's categories will be given, which will be selected by the FIH officials committee. 
The new voting process <laughs> includes an expert group whose votes will count for 40% of the overall result. Votes from national associations, represented by their respective national teams, captains and coaches, will count for a further 20%. The fans and other players, 20%, as well as media, 20%, will make the remaining 40%. Okay? Yeah. So that seems a lot more equitable and... Maybe a bit more sensible in the waiting. I'm sure once the results come through, we'll find some other way to pick a hole in it. Um, because this is not something which is tried and trued and tested. This is, oh, well, we'll just try this. Because the last thing we did didn't work and people weren't happy with it. <laughs> so we'll try this. Doesn't mean this is the right way. But we will, we'll, we'll evaluate it subsequently. Um, List of awards. Here we go. Anyway, here we go. The shortlisted individuals in each category can be found below. FIH Player of the Year Award. Women. Felice Albers, Netherlands. Maria Jose Granato, Argentina. Frederic Matla, Netherlands. Agostina Gozzolani, Argentina. Georgina Gigi Oliver, España. Where's your vote? I might your be vote voting again? this year, Matt. I may very well have a vote on all 4,552 different email accounts I'll have by the time I do vote. I'm not that excited by the men's nominations, but here we go. Arthur de Sluva, Belgium. Harmanpreet Singh, India. Nicholas Vallon, Germany. Thierry Brinkman, Netherlands. And Tom Bone, Belgium. Yeah. I, look. Brinkman. Brinkman. Pick up on our excitement at this point in time. Brinkman's. He's like, he's one of those players you don't want to play against, but I don't, I don't like him. I don't, he ain't, he ain't that good. But he's one of those ones. (laughs) He ain't that good. He's, he's he's one of those players. (laughs) But you'd rather, you'd rather have him on your team than against you. Because um, he's not that good, FIH really. Goalkeeper of the Year Award in the women's category. Savita from India. Uh, Josine Konig from Netherlands. Belen Succi from Argentina. Jocelyn Bart from Australia. And former Lema Mbande from South Africa. Play the Sting, John. You d- wouldn't even know which yeah, button it yeah. is. You wouldn't know which no, button it is. Yeah, no. Uh, oh, no. Wait, wait. This is Pumalela Mbande, champion Blood River Bunters, and you are listening to the Reverse Stick Global Hockey Podcast. Yeah, see. Yeah. So, for me, for me, our going your way. Yeah, yeah. it's got. It's probably going to go to Balancucci though. Retired, end of the well, career. I was really surprised. Do you, go, do you have the nostalgia vote with that? Well, I was surprised when the nominations first came out, and a lot of. Some people will say, oh, all the Indian vote, you know. The Argent- yeah, well, well, yeah. I'll tell you what, the Indians have been outvoted by the Argentinians recently. The, the last Women's World Cup. <laughs> it goes to prove that. Um, I'm backing the Argentinians for any award there in any nominated category for, Matt. Men's goalkeeper. We've learned the- our lesson. Men's goalkeeper of the year award. Uh, Loic van Doren for Belgium. Uh, Rajesh from India, Pimin Black from Netherlands, Arthur TFG from France, 
Also, and Alexander Stadler from Germany. No Aussies in there. Hmm. Um, FIA's Rising Star of the Year I award. Must admit, I must Hang admit, there's, I'm, I'm surprised one of the Australian keepers didn't get nominated for that award. Uh, because he was in an outstanding form. Charlie? But, yeah. I don't know if Commonwealth Games counts in this. Well, they're, they're, I'll come to the categories for how these people have been chosen. Cause, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but I, I wasn't there just is not, There is some that. transparency. Yeah. But obviously interpretation really? as well. Uh, Rising Star of the Year Award, uh, women, Charlotte, Charlotte Engelbert, Belgium, Luna Fokker, Netherlands, Mumtaz Khan, India, Yip, Dickie, Netherlands, Amy Lawton, Australia. Amy Lawton's a cracking player. Uh, and the man, Meals Bookens, Netherlands, Timothée Clement, Tim, as we mm. like to call him, uh, en français, Sanjay, India, Pau Kunil, Spain, and Rizwan Ali, Pakistan, the Coach of the Year Awards. Wait, wait, hang on. Just that, that, that the Rising Star's interesting this year because none of them have won it before, so you, yes, can't, prove, you yeah. can't predict or, the winner. Or won the main award it's, before. Yes, that's right. It's very difficult to predict the winner when have, not having won it before. No form. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Coach of the Year Award, women's teams, Janneke Schopman, Netherlands for Team India. Yami and Moulders, Germany for Team Netherlands. Katrina Powell, Australia for Team Australia. <laughs> Thanks, Trini. Uh, Raoul Aarons, Netherlands for Team Belgium. And Adrian Locke, England for Team Spain. It's, hey, so, Trini, I'm going Trini, for a Trini Powell. You've got to go there. You do. Just the origin. Yeah. Men's teams, you're in The one da- person actually coaching the country they're from. You're in Dame, Netherlands for Team Netherlands, but only just recently coaching Team Netherlands. Um, Michael van der Hervel, Netherlands for Team Belgium. Graham Reid, Australia for Team India. Gareth Ewing, Team South, uh, South Africa for Team South Africa. And Frederick Soyers, France for Team France. False. Files. You know what? I, I feel a bit for Colin Badge. Yeah, I reckon as well. You know, yeah. he's one of the you know one, what he needs Commonwealth to do? gold. He, he needs to get a tracksuit stylist. Yeah, he doesn't wear it. Doesn't wear a, what's it, Rod Stewart? Oh, I Rod, love Rod, Cole. You know, Rod, Rod, and I love tracks Rod, that Rod Stewart chin. You wear it well. well. <laughs> it's like, not you, not you, Colin. No. He de- definitely <laughs> some, some, an instant, there must be a tracksuit Instagrammer person out there that we can, um, get to just sit down with Cole for a while and work him through his tracksuit elegant, you know, etiquette. Yeah. Anyway, the final shortlist was established solely by an expert group. That's capitalised. Expert group. Expert! Like that. No, 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 it's not, no, not the whole. Oh, just no, the, just no. the it's, ca- it's capitalised. It's not all in uppercase. Ah. Oh. It's capitalised, but yeah. not all in uppercase. Com- composed of players, former players, coaches and officials selected by each of their continental federations. Note. The composition of the expert group is available here. Let's have a look over here, shall we, John? Do you know wanna do you wanna know who the expert group I is? I know who won't be in the expert group, Matt. Well it's not you or me. No. So chair of the group, uh Roger Hoffman, Asia Tahir Zaman from Pakistan and Dipika from India, Africa uh Jacqueline Mwangi from Kenya and Razi Peter C from South Africa, from Europe. 
Tom and Mason from England and Jana Muller-Veland from Germany. From Oceana, Bob Claxton, Australia and, Ke- and Kelly Hudson, New Zealand. In Pan America, Rodolfo Chiche Mendoza from Argentina and Tracy Fox from... I'm not... I am not going... You, that's yours. I'm not editing that. You you live with that. <laughs> Keep going. Oh, he's he's folks. This is a brilliant moment in the reverse dig podcast history. Uh, Matt Allen is actually at this moment in time speechless. No, I'm going to let this last for posterity, my friend. Just continue. Don't go backwards. Don't try and repeat yourself. Just continue. (coughs) Before establishing the final shortlist, the expert group was provided with player and match data from 400 plus women players across 150 plus matches. 300-plus men players across 72-plus matches. Detailed stats. Total goals, assists, saves, shots at goal, tackles, passes, shootouts, wins, losses, etc. Collected from FIH Hockey Pro League and FIH Hockey World Cups. When have we ever seen that data? When have we ever seen it? Do you remember doing the Totally Pro League stuff? And I, and I would print out all those match reports. Remember how they had all those diagrams and statistics yeah, yeah. and Sometimes, stuff? Sometimes, like, <laughs> particularly in Malaysia, people have been in, in the stands, um, detailing that stuff and, and doing, using the capability of things like the Altia system. But where you, you can record that information. The first but we don't do it. season of Pro League, we were getting stuff like 20 short corners. And they'd be three nil down or something, you know. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Does anybody in hockey have trust in what are the published figures that we get for stats? Now maybe teams might get a whole other set of stats. Maybe they've got access to whatever it is. But as the general hockey public, mate, <laughs> seriously, do you, do you place any trust in the stats you we've ever seen? Even the last Olympic Games, we were looking at stuff going, yeah, I don't think so. No. Because the money's not there, so we don't have the organisations that do that stuff well prepared to throw it our way for free because there's nothing else for them sort of further down the track that they, they can see. And we're not and, prepared and to pay, we're a, not prepared to pay for th- it. This is a sport that thinks it wants to move into the betting market. You know, you're dealing with companies whose data collection is based around betting shit. I mean, give me a break. You don't even have the the basic bare bones. No, I think that's it's cart and horse, though, isn't it? I think you, the betting companies will, 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 will be the ones that would lead will lead the. No, the no, di- it works the other way around, my friend. Yeah, it's no, no. Football clubs in this country were collecting stats a long time before the... Now, the, the, 
the before the interest came from betting companies. Once the interest came from betting companies, that expanded. But they still always had a far more uh, stats-orientated approach to the way their game went about. And even in football, think about what was happening before the current boom in sports betting. You could still get a lot more stats from many other sports. Cricket's a classic example because they kept stats for centuries now, as it turns out. It, it, our sport is so far behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that area and many others, but in that area in particular. You can't even, you can't log on somewhere and find out how many test matches a player has played. Well, you kind of can, but... But you can't. But it's a big backlog on the FIH system in uploading you his, cannot, historical You cannot stuff. go on and find out results from 10 years ago. Well, you, some things you can. Yeah, but stop being an apologist, because you know how bad it is. Yes, some things. Oh, some things. No, no, some things no longer count. I tried to find out through the FIH our documents and event documents and whatever on the makeup of the Men's World Cup. Oh, that's a We've got to get to that because well, that's another announcement. Well, there we go. This so, is, should we do this? We'll do that and then we'll do that. Yeah, and do that. You're listening to the Reverse Deck, the Global Hockey Podcast. Now, the other big news event, because we should go news, is uh, World Cup pools have been announced. We've known for a few months who well, the teams involved would be. Well, Thierry's been there in Odisha. Has he? For for the draw. We've got a bit of audio here um, from the opening ceremony the day prior. Um, the opening ceremony to what? The draw for the... They had an opening ceremony to a draw. A presser. A presser. Oh, okay. You know. So, tomorrow we're going to have our draw. So, the next Thank day you. is the draw. Here's Thierry. Again, as our president said, I can just reiterate the thanks to the government of Odisha, specifically to the... Uh, chief minister, which is dedicated, which is doing so much for hockey. Uh, this is one of the largest stadium. Not only, I think it's the, it will be the largest stadium in India, but it's also the last one of the largest, to my knowledge, most probably the largest in the world. Currently, as you see, a you pure hockey stadium. So we are extremely proud. We are extremely excited to come here. Uh, landing here was a beautiful landscape, you know, blend of nature, green forest. So I'm really Check looking forward to be here man. in January, as all the teams are. And uh, we just need you, the, the press. We need the fans. I'm sure the fans will be here when the World Cup is on. And again, I can just reiterate yeah, the thanks be. to Odisha government for everything they do for our sport. Thank you. Don't don't you love it when FIH officials just praise governments for how much they do for the sport? Well, good point from Jimmy from Give Me Hockey. With uh, that, we, we'll get to the draw in a moment. But the draw was like a ten-minute affair. Um, did, could we not just done it on Zoom? Uh, why have we got FIH officials flying in? Of course, to inspect the stadium. There, I did see a, um, a shot of Thierry 
with the obligatory is there, white, is there white, a, white construction site hat. Is there a Lallet Hotel in Baban as well? Not yet, but there might be soon. There might be one in Rukella. Yeah, you know, might have to they, do they some need, research yeah. before we start making aspersions. Stadium's looking all right, though, <laughs> in the background of people with their white oh, construction yeah, hats look, on. I'm sure they'll do a great job. But let's get on with the the pool draw. Yeah, so we know that the, yeah, the, um, the pools have been selected. Oh. I have it here, John. I do? No, I'll, I'll I'll hoping to look at it because well we've got Paul A headed up by Australia with uh, Argentina France and South Africa Paul B Belgium Germany Korea and Japan Paul C Netherlands New Zealand Malaysia and Chile and Paul D India England Spain and Wales and I know that that was the group of death from a couple no. of Indian no. Indian journalist. Group of death. Come, just come on, you know I'm winding you up. Oh yeah, I do, but group of death. Come on, which group isn't a group of death? Tell you all, what, all of them if you don't win any games. Well, this is what got me thinking, Matt, because I thought, so what does the draw mean? What do these pools and the draws actually mean? So I thought I'd go and find out what the schedule was to see how the crossovers worked out and understand more about the tournament, Matt. Uh, couldn't find it. No, Can you... no, 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 couldn't, couldn't find it. I'm going to assume uh, third place gets a, a cross, gets some crossover games. First place teams advance, uh, however, uh, and play less. We have seen tournaments where. The fourth place team still gets a crossover chance. You'd think it'd be the same as, the, we? as the Women's World Cup, but, but we'd like to maybe think not. that there's some knockout type arrangement with each pool. Um, now, fourth you and goes, I, being the traditional, traditionalists, we probably would prefer to see bottom two teams asked from the tournament. Yeah, get them out, save the accommodation costs. Yeah, look, you're not good enough. On your way. And and that's part of the jeopardy of these tournaments and the and the importance of the pool games. Uh, the the more qualifications, not they warming are, up into it. Forget warming up. Yeah, yeah. Get ready to go. So and, until we see actually the the schedule, like how the crossovers work, we've got the dates and when it's being played, but it, but it, it doesn't detail who's playing who. Like yeah. The FIH does maintain the right, Matt, to change the schedule oh, yeah, yeah. due to weather conditions, TV yeah. Lo- sponsorship, local broadcast, local broadcast yeah. opportunities, and there was another factor. Can't remember what it was. Not that important. However, I can't help but get the feeling that you might find that India somehow manages to play in all the prime time TV slots. <laughs> Might just happen that way. And crowd sl- slots at that 20,000 biggest, maybe biggest, probably the biggest. They, well, it's the biggest, it's not actually by seat, it's about, because you can get two kiddies on one seat. Well, it's a number of people you can get Isn't in that there. stadium in Pakistan, uh, in Lahore? 70, Seven, yeah, 70,000. Yeah. Was it Karachi? Karachi. But that's uh, that might not be a hockey. He specifically yes, said it is. hockey only. Yes, it is. It is. It is. Yeah, yeah. Or was yeah. certainly was. Was maybe it's not anymore because there's no hockey pitch there, so they can't play hockey. I don't, I don't there. Know. 
And and we know that they'll bust in lots of kitties, you'd think. So we shouldn't see some of the scenes well, we've seen at previous World Cup style events like Hockey World League Finals, etc., where there's been huge crowds for India, but nothing for anybody else. What's the population of Rukawa? Lots. Yeah, lots and then a few. Pretty sure. India's total population is lots and lots with more lots. But anyway, until we know exactly how the schedule works out, which pot you get well, 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 look, so Pool A, though, Australia, Argentina, France, South Africa, your first two... Well, you think South Africa's going to miss out there. If we're going on the what we think is going to be the the match schedule, the, the, the bottom team's going to miss out and then they're going to play, you know, the top team will have a break and those other teams will play to qualify, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, all right. So, Who knows? We don't know. Maybe uh, maybe the teams competing have been shown, but for all of the efforts that you put in to try and find it, because I, yeah, I went yeah, through a basic yeah. search and said, I can't find yeah, it. No, it's on the FIH yeah. website. It's not in the documents. It's, and you went for an extended search, couldn't no, find there's it. There's no Men's World Cup 2023 event schedules or anything, not even, anything specific to that tournament. Quarterfinal so nothing, one, nothing, quarterfinal nothing. two, quarterfinal... Something vaguely reminiscent of how the draw will go that could be easily modified because you've already qualified. You can modify events, anything. There's nothing event-specific for it. No. So it's hard to know what this draw actually means. Well, at least it happened. It did. Really exciting stuff. Uh, caught the world's imagination. Not as much about the, uh, as much as the New Zealand junior high school team who, um, got criticised for doing a harker before the game. This week? Yeah, yeah. Didn't you catch that? No. Oh no, that, that, that got on my Google News feed. The FIH draw didn't, but the Google News feed story about that did. It's no, no big deal. Some kiddies did a harker. Some of the opposition didn't like it. Winch complained. No drama. Move on. All right. Yeah. But what do you think of the World Cup draw? Do you, do you think it should be laid out to us now exactly how that well, works out? Well, you... Why... Why? Why is the integrity of something like a World Cup being well, pushed aside? Well, the thing is, you, you 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 can you can put the template out there, but with variables on the start time of the games. But at least you know who who and on what day those games are going to happen, and then it's up to the integrity the, the the not integrity the bloody. Um, well, shouldn't it just be day one, pool A? Yeah, so and so play so and so. Pool B. Yeah, so and so play so and so, and that's all. That's all worked out. Bang, you can show it straight away. But the timing of the game may change for the local broadcast. Yeah, but what we're still talking about a World Cup and integrity. So this whole changing it for the world for the broadcast. Well, who's brought the integrity? Oh, I just said integrity. I didn't mean to say integrity. Why have you? What are you talking about integrity? Well, because if there's one thing that the FIH could do, it should be the integrity of the World Cup draw. And so this is how the tournament goes. 
these are when these games have been played. Did you watch it on Watch the Hockey? No. Why would I do that? Because oh, it was available. And uh, then you saw no better watching your maths. Oh. What's that? Where's you keeping up with your Kardashians? What accent's well, that? Just, <laughs> it's my Muppet <laughs> accent. Um, it's a World Cup draw. Fucking Muppet. But it, we don't... The reason I didn't watch it is because there's nothing to be taken from watching that World Cup draw, i.e., oh, so Australia's drawn with this country and this country and this country. Jeez. Only two teams get through or, or maybe three or whatever, but we... It's got no integrity, Matt. No, so we're, the what, one, the, what are we looking actually, at? What are we looking the FIH at? can oh, have all, right. all the off-field shenanigans they like. They can have as many loyalty payments as they want. India Belgium. Get this in, stuff India, right, India, and none of us ask questions about that. India Belgium, semi-final one. Australia, Netherlands, semi-final two. It ends up being Australia versus Netherlands final. No, is that right? Uh, That's how most World Cups go. And... Um, or Belgium. Belgium could be Australian mm. Islands, Belgium. India will get knocked out. Quarters or semis? What do you reckon? Semis. You sure? Yeah, it's a squeeze through. Okay. Oh, we've done it. You so don't even have to hold it now. Record this. On top of that, I toss, toss some hockey dice and figure it out. Save a lot of money. John, you've also an announcement for the FIH Hockey Men's and Women's Nations Cup. Mm-hmm. The men's running from the 28th of November to the 4th of December. Uh, wait a sec, what's and, the Nations Cup again? Uh, it, uh, it ushers a new dawn of promotion and relegation in the FIH Hockey Pro League with the oh, winning team of the, the first League FIH the Hockey World Nations Series. Cup having the chance, having the chance to be promoted to the 23-24 Hockey Pro, FIH Hockey Pro League, providing they meet the, <laughs> The FIH Hockey Nations Cup ushers a new dawn of promotion and relegation in the FIH Hockey Pro League with the winning team of the first FIH Hockey Nations Cup having the chance to be promoted to the 23-24 FIH Hockey Pro League. In brackets, provided they meet the necessary requirements for it. Uh, the FIH Hockey Men's Nations Cup World can't have someone making making the grade when they haven't got the necessary requirements. Anyway, Don't South Africa are hosting the men's France, Ireland, Pakistan, Canada, Korea, Japan, and Malaysia. Oh, shut up! I don't. And then really, for no. the women in Spain in Valencia in December, it's uh, Spain, Korea, Ireland, Italy, India, Japan, Canada, and South Africa. This is your Tier 2 World Hockey League, John. Which undoubtedly somehow along the line gets linked to the idea that it's an Olympic qualifier, Matt. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, this, this constant thrust by the FIH to lump everything into international hockey because... The only, the, the only cards they've got left in the game are sucking off the taxpayer's teat. Isn't it? It's all about, oh, it's an Olympic qualifier and we're going to get government money because it's the Olympics and, but we should, 
move on from that argument. Well, no, no. You, you because we, it segues no, no. into something else. Yeah, no, it, it absolutely does. And so, Ernst, well, do you want oh. to press something and we'll come back? You are listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. Matt, let's continue our segue. Yeah, so Ernst uh, posted on his studiohockey.com blog um, an article following an interview with both Mark Kudron and Mohamed Tayab Ikram, the two uh, candidates for the role of the next FIH president. Um November the 5th is when Congress happens and those votes will happen. And uh, if you're in touch with an, your national association, let them know who you would prefer because you should be getting a say and there should be transparency on your vote and your interest in the game. After all, that's what they're there to do is to represent you as players within your nation. And... <laughs> stakeholders um, so I think you know well, we talked we talked a fair bit about Mark, Mark Hudron when he went up against Mr. Dr. Batra um, Ty Abikram was kind of in the background but CEO of Asia Hockey um, IOC associate member FIH board executive board member would it be fair to say that um Macau hockey representative. That, that um, Tyab represents the, the current status quo. How do you mean? Well, the the vision and the, ah yes yeah okay yeah. all right it's, okay so um, yeah hockey is entertainment. Uh, we want no, we want to well, build we want to build more fans. It's um, no, 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 no. I'm not talking about the marketing spiel. Uh, well, I'm talking about Bat- Batra-esque. I'm, I'm talking about the, the continued ties to the Olympic movement. Oh, ab- yeah, absolutely. The, yes. the, yeah. uh, almost, um, a gr- growth of nations playing because they can get somebody to be paid by their National Olympic Association. Well, doesn't, to doesn't I have actually point, say my vision is, more smaller nations sucking more money out of their national governments? Is that essentially what he's putting forward? It's probably a fair bit of paraphrasing there, John. And without you reading it yourself, it's speculative too, but... Yes. You know, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm just... Go to studiohockey.com and, and, and read it. That's and, the and best li- idea. And, and, and listen to it for yourself. The way I'm reading it is that um, forget the hockey revolution that pizzled out and fluffed up like the famous 60s revolution. Remember all the hippies on their revolution? I'm sitting next to one now. Oh, yeah, I'm such a hippie. Um, and our hockey revolution so chiseled out to nothing, hasn't it? Uh, all, all, all of those hockey revolutionaries are now stockbrokers, aren't they, Matt? Uh, <laughs> it's like... and. This is actually the real revolution potentially in hockey. We go with Kudron, who represents a break from what the FIH has traditionally been about, or we stay with Tyab, who is um, the institution. Now, 
You get, now, you, the you, institution, you, bearing in mind the only reason for no, the FIH's Coug- existence... Coug- the institution, institution as well. He's the president of the, the Belgian Association. He's led uh, no, no, a, mini, a mini revolution in the country yeah, to get within, them... Within his national association. The thing about the FIH is their reason d'etre is what? Continued association with the Olympic Games. Well, so Ernst asked them both three questions. Number one, what would you like to continue? Number two, what would you like to change? Number three, what what will be your first short-term priorities if elected? Um, and then as a subheading, satisfy the needs of IOC at all costs. The number one priority for Tyre Bikram is staying on the Olympic program. No matter what, the most important job at FIH is satisfying the needs and wants of the IOC. God. Bang! So, so he wants. Bang! So he wants to continue on that path. Obviously, for sports administration administrations, that's the easy source of revenue. The choice that guarantees those working for NAs and federations their income to run the sport. Other than that, Ikram claims FIH is excellent in good governance and development, so <laughs> not much needs to change there either. He mentioned going further with projects like Watch.Hockey to increase the fan base everywhere with, where possible, an even stronger focus on the fans. See, it's fans. What about players? Tyab, players. Mark Kudron. Because that is the... That Mark, is, is Mark, your basis of Mark your support. Kudron clearly is more a candidate for change. The first thing he mentioned is cleaning up the finances of the FIH, being the banker that he is. No, they're is obviously fine. They haven't put them up for years, Matt. They're fine. Because especially as a non-profit organisation, you cannot afford to keep on losing money year after year. He said he could turn it around and make sure the FIH would be financially healthy again within three to four years and financially sustainable for the future. The second thing that came to mind for him is restoring good corporate governance with an emphasis on transparency. He thinks he can manage this within one year in a sustainable way, but his number one priority remains growing the number of players. Equals a development around the world as his short, mid and long term goal. The very fact that Play- one... We're a player's game, John. One of them talks about players and one talks about fans. Yes. Yeah. And fans says to me, someone in marketing, and and th- this continued push down this Olympic barrow line has stifled the sport for decades. And what now. and what is sport? What, what you're asking? Actually, asking me what? Um, yeah, sport yeah, is. yeah. Sorry. Um, hi, John. My name's Matt. I'm uh, co-host on the Reverse to Global oh, okay. Hockey podcast. Oh, I've um, heard of you guys. Big question for you now. What is sport? It's the contest, Matt. Thanks very much, John. Brilliant. There we go. <sighs> uh, I'm sorry. Then there's, I'm, I'm then not... there's stuff about the gender balance stuff and there's about yeah, sort blah, of support blah, blah, and smaller blah, blah. national associations. Of course and... there is. Uh, go to studiohockey.com. Check check it out. Um, if you Mate, the, the, if you're really into the your heart of the argument is fan and player. Yeah, and Olympic and grassroots. Yeah, and what what the sport probably needs is the FIH to continue, but to be be divorced from the game. Oh, hey, if Kudron loses, Mark start up the International Hockey Association. What, do a Hockey India? Yeah, essentially. Start up the International Hockey Association. See who follows. Um, and the FIH can worry about hockey going to the Olympics 
and the International Hockey Association can worry about running the game because there's obviously a huge disparity between the two of them. Well, maybe, John. Maybe that's one for the future. What do you reckon the most important thing in the sport is? Participation. Playing the game. Okay. Uh, I, I'll, I'll people, have to people, that people question. with a stick and a ball. That's the most important. Can I thing. throw up one of the one? Of don't the, throw it, please. Don't throw okay. it. Okay. Fixturing. If I'll leave that hang there. For no, 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 no. Forget about that. Clubs, because if you don't have clubs, you don't have teams. You don't have fixtures. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So chicken egg. Yeah. Clubs. No players, no umpires. Is that what you're talking about? No. Forget umpires. South umpire. That always works. Response, response. <laughs> oh, you're listening to the Reverse Tick, the, the Global, Global Hockey, Hockey Podcast. Podcast. Um, yeah. John, you know you can go to the socials, Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Vote one, Kudron. We're, we're posting <laughs> absolutely nothing on any of those things at the moment, purely because we're not getting Can't any new likes. No, no. I'm not getting that dopamine hit of like... Like, 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 you know, when is you this first a, start are you off. having a crack at me? Not at all. No, no, no. I'm having oh. a crack, crack at the listeners. I mean, how dare you not like the things we're not posting to give us that dopamine hit. Yeah. Um, but, but you can go to all those things at the reverse stick and follow us. And we we'll go, oh, we might post something because somebody news followed us. Shall we start Just been in touch. Um, I like to get... It, season's just finished. Movements. Look at that. I have noticed this week. up a little bit. I've, oh, huh? I've, done, I've played walking hockey twice this week. Yeah, but I've, I've noticed this week. It's been two Very or three good weeks since, oh. since I last Sinky. played. But all my shoulders and stuff are tightening up on my back. It's like yeah. I'm not getting that natural swing you get when you're playing hockey. Well, players like you and I, we've got a natural wide arc swing on yeah, the thing. Yeah. But, yeah. No, I've, Helps I've, stretch the back out. Walking hockey this morning. It was a, a pleasant surprise. Change of location and I happened to be there. And I thought, oh, well, you know. Pays too much for you? It was good. Got a sweat on it. It was nice. 22, 23 yeah, degrees. Yeah. yeah. Three on three. It was three on three as well. So it was, it was hardcore. Um, <laughs> just. Hardcore. You were the youngest bloke playing by 20 years, I bet. Five years. Four, four or five years. Who? Um, Dean Walsh. Oh. And, and Lisa is good lady wife. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, you got more? Can I play the outro? Um, just on on Lizzie. God rest her soul, and and uh, God save the Queen. Um, you remember that great selfie with um, Jay Taylor and Brooke Paris? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. yeah Twenty yeah. twenty fourteen Glasgow Games. Yes. And Lizzie was there in the background with a bit of a smile on her face. That, that was a I, classic of those games. I think the Queen has, the former Queen has undoubtedly proven beyond all doubt in the last 24 hours, she is the most photographed woman in history. Everybody seems to have a selfie with the Queen. I've got one. Brilliant. Yeah. Took a photo of her and she drove, when she drove past, she was waving, I was waving, and it's got a reflection of me in the, in the window window. Now, Valet Elizabeth Windsor.